What's up, everybody? It's Real with Jordan and Demi. In New York, it's Demi Ramos. I'm in LA. And we got Austin Knight from Water Parks. What's wow. going on, Austin? I'm so jealous of both of you. I'm fighting the craziest jet lag right now. We just got to the UK yesterday. And so... Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw your Instagram post. Uh, you had to take the iconic London tourist photo. Of course. You always have to. Did you dye your hair in the UK? Because it's very, you're looking very like British rock and roll today. I uh, I dyed it right before I um, I just threw some extra on my head in the bathroom and I was like, all right, let's go. It's time. Yeah, it does kind of have like a, a late 70s like Sex Pistols vibe to Ooh, it. I'll take, yeah. I'll take yeah. it. I know like a lot of questions about your hair and your hair color and what's it going to be next happen for you, but how do you decide? There it is. Yeah, but like, do you just, how do you decide? Do you just get like a mood and you just go for it? I had a plan for a while and now I'm just kind of going with what feels right according to like what, what the, how the music is feeling basically. Oh, okay. Every step yeah. is being kind of like, um, I always test, you know, different like album art on different demos and stuff like that. And I noticed that with all these new things, it's all been it's all been very red. And I was just like, yeah, that feels right. Now let's talk about the music. Let's go what? into the, the, the real, uh, this, your latest single funeral gray yeah. is out now. It's your first on fueled by, is your, is this your first fueled by ramen single? It is. So we'll talk about fueled by ramen in a second, but the, the music itself, first of all, I love the, the sound of this song. It sounds like it's straight up from like a late nineties teen movie. Thank um, you. it has a very like, like hanging out, causing trouble in the summertime kind of vibe to it. Um, Things up. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it sounds a little bit different than what it was on Greatest Hits, your last album yeah. from last year, I guess it was. Yeah. So tell me about, tell us about the sound of this, of this single. With this song and, you know, a lot of the other stuff that's being made, um, Greatest Hits was very, like, indoor. It was a very, like, introverted, like, like nighttime-feeling album. Like, a lot of references to, like, you know, indoor stuff, being in your room, being, you know, whatever. And, and or whatever. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, come on, brain. We got this. We're jet yeah, lagged. Fight the jet lag. Fight the jet lag, Austin. Yeah. Um, and this album, or, like, what I want this album and, like, all this next music to feel like is, like, it's almost like a reintroduction back into the world. Like, you know, it's, it's like very, like a daytime, like, um, extroverted, you know, kind of vibe because, um, I mean, that's what I want to hear right now. You know what I mean? Like I, um, I want to hear, I want to hear music that makes me like feel good. It makes me like, um, I guess I want to hear music that makes me want to move, makes me feel tingly, makes me want to dance and stuff. And it's just a very bright, big song. And um, I think it's a good representation of where where stuff is going to, because, I mean, I don't want to listen to a lot of too... I mean, I'm not, not to say that there's not pieces of this and everything, but I don't want to get too dark or too like introverted right now you know what i mean like i want to feel like connected to people after like years of there's definitely like an emotion happening right now in 2022 you know yeah. lots of like 
emo type kind of SoundCloud days, mm -hmm. you know, things going viral type things. But yeah, I super, the new stuff is, is really opposite of that. And I love that. I was wondering though, how did you name the project water parks? Are you a fan of water parks? Like no. what's the story? I couldn't well, find it anywhere. No, because we all hate water parks. What? Oh, it's an ironic thing. Yeah, we we're like trying to name it something like boring or something that we like hated or like, and we thought they were gross. Have oh. you been to water well, They are kind of gross. Like, gross. Not to say like I wouldn't absolutely fuck up a wave pool, but they're gross. It's funny because you, you could have gone down the uh, the path of having a phrase as your name, like a further seems forever or, uh, you know, taking so back much Sunday or something like that. But you're like, nah. Work. Do you have a memory at a water park that you can tell us about? Yeah. One time I was in the wave pool and I was swimming around get, or we're getting pulled around and I came up with a bandaid <laughs> face. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know. It was, it was just in case you cut yourself, you had one there, you know? Yeah, I could always just go like, ha. Ew. <laughs> Ew, it's ingenuity. Yeah. Jesus. She's using okay. your resources. She's she was like, now resources. I'm going to name the project Water Parks after you are Band-Aid. You could have named it Band-Aid, you know? Yeah. Band-Aids are good. Yeah. We almost call Band-Aids have a positive connotation. Like, mm -hmm. watching. That would have been a good one. So Austin, you you guys are are you playing the, the the sad summer tour here? I guess in about a month or so. Yeah. Um, you're in the you're doing the Euro European thing now, and you're coming back to the states mm -hmm. in uh, what July, I guess. Yes. Um, yes. So, have you done? I know you guys were warped. Your guys are warped tour alums, and you. But you were doing warp tour like after it had done the touring part. You were doing warp tour when it was like stationary things, right? Have you done a touring festival like this before? Besides Warp, no. Um, oh, so you did go go around when you're doing Warp Tour, you did go from city to city when you were doing Oh, yeah, tour. yeah, yeah. We did. Okay, okay. Because I remember towards the end, they did it to where it was only in like three cities or something. Yeah, and yeah. We play that one. Um, so we did, we were on the last year though, uh, 2018. And it was so tough. Um, I definitely prefer indoor, you know, indoor shows because I think, I mean, I'm just a fan of production and it's like a lot easier for production to thrive in like an indoor setting. It's like easier. There's not like, you know, wild card elements and shit, but, um, it's going to be fun though. I just, everybody, if you're hearing this and you're going to one of those shows, just please drink water. Don't mm -hmm. be put on your sunscreen you're gonna feel like hell the next day if you don't just take care of yourself because i don't uh it's that's that's one of those things about outdoor shows it's gonna be summer you gotta take care of yourself have yeah. you seen the um what was that festival that there's a documentary and a festival woodstock 99 is it 99 oh, yeah. It, yeah 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 that just took me back to that documentary where yeah don't don't the sad summer festival won't turn into woodstock 99 let's hope it does not Everyone's just like pooping in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. like, right? The whole rock and roll man, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Everyone's like, why did rock and roll die? And it's because, well, in Woodstock, they were, uh, they had to like shit in their hands and stuff. It was horrible. <laughs> shit in their hands. Yeah. Um, Demi and I, before you came on, we were talking about, you know, how your sound has evolved 
mm-hmm. even over the past, you know, you've only been putting out albums for five, six years. It's not like you've been around for 15 years or something, yeah. but you've, you've made a lot of moves. It's and, weird. And- it feels like, like I was thinking about that the other day and like, like there have been water parks albums starting like a little over five years ago now. It's so weird. It feels like they've been around forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what we were specifically talking about was your, your earlier stuff and even the stuff on greatest hits, mm-hmm. it, was, it felt like it was higher end. Like it was more, there was more treble. There wasn't as much bass. There wasn't much <laughs> bottom to it. And also you were using like more distortion on your vocals yeah. and uh, more auxiliary like keyboards and pianos and stuff. Yeah. And I know Funeral Gray is like, a, it's a small sample. It's one song, Yeah, but it, it feels more organic. It feels more, quote unquote, it feels for lack of a better term, it feels more nineties. Yeah. So is that an intentional decision to, to make that kind of meatier, more organic sound? I think it honestly just came down to, cause you know, greatest hits. It was very like, I just want to make the like wildest sounding keyboards and stuff that I can do and like, you know, manipulate everything really hard. And with this, I was like, I just want to touch a fucking guitar. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, like that whole real world feel again, you know, like wanting to just like, be out experiencing things like 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 talking to people and like like more about other people rather than you know just myself and like introspection and all that i think it kind of ties in where i just wanted to like touch more instruments again and like feel more shit and so i did notice like it wasn't a conscious decision but i did notice that a lot more of the songs you know kind of started with guitars this time around rather than like line you know what i mean or like a beat and the start of your career it's known that you really started from scratch and did a lot of groundwork independently which is very rare i feel like nowadays i don't know you know i don't know what it is but how does that feel to know like how much integrity do you hold for for doing that and also, yeah, and, and for just not being another industry plant, you know? And how did it feel also to sign to a label? And what was that difference? First off, being an industry plant would be so sick, and I wish we were. And if everybody <laughs> wants to spread that rumor, do it. That'd be awesome. But, um, no, we absolutely put in put in the legwork. I mean, we, um, you know, back in Houston, um, I used to write down the schedules of, like, every – every venue in town and then you know even ones in like austin and san antonio and stuff um i would see like what what shows were coming through for the next two months make a schedule and be like jeff auto like i need at least one of y'all with me at like each of these whatever whatever and so um you know like before or after work i'd get flyers made or burn cds or I was in community college too. I quit. It was great. Um, Let's go. While I was doing like homework or whatever, I'd be like burning CDs as well and like writing water parks, like with demos and stuff on them. Um, it feels good to be able to say that we put in, we definitely put in the work. It feels good to be able to say that because I think it's easy to write things off. Or there, I mean, even, you know, in the emo rock alternative, whatever like seeing other i mean no like even if even if people don't like it no one can look at it and discredit it or be like oh this is just like an overnight whatever or oh this just got here because of this it's like you can knock it if you want but you can't say that we didn't put in the work you know we did 
warped 2016 in a van with no AC. Dude, no AC in the summer. Yeah, what? Like, Who sits in the back of the van in that case? Got to fight for the front. Think about Florida in the summer with no AC. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Rain, it would come through. We were holding a trash can to collect the water. And Florida, wow, we bro. did the shit. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so I think that no one can look at us and be like, oh, this is just whatever. You know what I mean? Or this, this got here because of like TikTok or, you know, some shit mm -hmm. like that. Um, having, and I think that backbone also created something, um, I guess a little bit stronger. I don't want to say real, real is a weird, like a word. foundation. Yeah. But a more kind of a more real foundation mm -hmm. where even if there's not like, if there wasn't a song currently, you know, going up on TikTok and, you know, wasn't doing whatever, 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 like we'd still be doing what we do and it'd be fine you know what i mean like mm -hmm. where we could or even people that like have songs going off you know they might not even be able to sell tickets you know what i mean yes where that's true we, we can go it's currently going because of all the legwork we put in we can we could you know theoretically go tour and it would be great mm -hmm. wow so you guys had you guys started you guys formed in what two i know that you oh. you could i 2012 okay so you guys had three or four years before you signed equal vision yeah 2012 13 14 and we signed during 15. um so, so was, tell us about that struggle you mentioned like the doing the mix cds and and stuff like that what was that three or four years life like of hustling so to get to that first step it was so scary dude like there would be so many times you're just like, fuck, like, and you know, everybody's at, like, I, I quit going to community college and I was just like, whatever, whatever. And everybody would always just be like, oh shit, when are you going back? Or are you sure? Like, how's the little band thing going? Whatever. <laughs> and time does not go fast. It just <laughs> does not. And, um, I mean, sign, like we were very excited to sign to our first label. Granted, it was not a good deal. Um, and we didn't know that at the time, but, um, there was definitely some, some weird stuff going on there and we kind of, uh, got a bad deal, but, um, I mean, we were able to get out of it. You know what I mean? We were able to grow and keep, you know, leveling up every time. So, um, it's just part of the journey, man. Yeah. Do you have songs in the vaults? I wondered because I, I saw this one interview that you did um, and you mentioned that, I mean, you write a lot of songs, but do you have yeah. songs in the vault that are so personal that you just, like, you can't release? Like, do you hesitate to release a song ever? There have been times, but I realized pretty early on that people like those ones the most. You know what I mean? Like on we had like before our first album, we had three EPs. We had three P's, and there were no like acoustic songs on it because I always felt like I always felt better, kind of like rocking out. I don't know if I would say like hiding behind an instrumental, but it was nice to be able to have like this big loud thing behind you. Yeah, you go do something like that, or you know, I just made a song for somebody on my acoustic, and I was just like, uh. And our manager, we had just gotten at the time. Um, we had signed with MDDN with uh, Benji and Joel Madden and they're the boys. 
and Benji was like, you have to use this song. It is so good. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, I'll think about that, man. Like, I, I need a bit. And I had to, like, sit on that for a while to kind of get used to it. But, I yeah, I've noticed all the ones that are, like, the most, or I feel, like, uncomfortable doing, usually those resonate the best. Cause they're personal to you and they're, and they're genuine and people can, people can feel when something's genuine and personal to someone as opposed yeah. to um, a set of lyrics, someone gave them to sing or something, you know? Right. Or like, yeah. If, I mean, cause you can hear that all the time. Like if you, I'm definitely not about to, I'm not trying to, you know, knock or whatever, but you can tell with a lot of newer alternative people. Yeah. Name names, Austin. Let's go. Who are you calling out? <laughs> Hey, dude, I, I'm not gonna be making good decisions today. I need to. I need to be on a good sleep schedule. I need to have like good coffee. I just need to chill. Yeah. Um, no, I know. I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying. But, but sometimes, based on certain lyrics, you can literally tell who they wrote it with. You know what I mean? Because it's such a signature thing with it. Yeah. And or it's like so vague that you're just like, well, okay. You know what? It, it's it's um. What was the question? <laughs> you, oh, we were talking about genuine lyrics, writing genuine, oh, genuine yeah. songs. And and Demi was talking about their songs that are too personal to release. Or, yeah, you know. I think that specificity and vulnerability make for the best songs. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like if you can, if someone's actually like painting a visual and it's it done in a unique way that you haven't, like even if it's about something so fucking universal as like love, like as long as they're describing it and putting it out there in a way that's unique or like, like a, a fresh take on it in some capacity, like that's how you get really good shit. That's how you get the best stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You just gave everyone the secret sauce on how to become a, a, a big rock band. You just, that's write. All it, dude, you, you just, it's super easy. You just have to work really hard for years and years and years and meet everybody and do this. And then you have to study songwriting in that same time. <laughs> and you should also probably learn Photoshop and iMovie. You got to learn how to make merch and book those don't trust promoters. Don't trust promoters ever. It's easy. Also, so, okay, you guys, a lot of people would kind of put you in this alternative genre right yeah rock alternative what is it like to be an alternative artist in 2022 and also now that it's kind of more becoming mainstream do you feel this competition in your genre which never really was kind of the case before alternative was always kind of like you know one out of a hundred you know in your playlist or whatever i'm glad that alternative is on the upswing because I mean, it just makes everything easier. You know what I mean? It's not like, because when something's not at the forefront, there's going to be a lot less of it chosen for bigger opportunities. It's not like, like where now, if it's more prevalent, it's not just like, okay, we need one rock band or we need the rock band for like mm -hmm. this, you know, this sync or like this, you know, like soundtrack or whatever. You know what I mean? There's, there's more room for more artists of that like realm. And, um, no, I mean, I think it's a good thing. And as, as far as the competition or like what's around us, I, I hope this doesn't sound like a cop out or whatever, but because I think because I just, I used to care about policing genre shit more. I used to like, if people were like, 
it's pop punk. I'd be like, no. But now I'm just like, okay, there's everybody gets called all kinds of random shit. Like I saw the killers get called pop punk and I was just like, huh? no, no, I, I, no. Like, I'm so I, what I'm saying is I'm like, there's no point in trying to like, you know, steer this in any direction. People are going to say what they want. It's most important to just take all of your effort and just make the best shit. And mm -hmm. it's going to be all kinds of genres. It's going to hit like a million different marks. Like if you've heard greatest hits, you know what I'm talking about. Like, um, and I think that it's just important to, to stay in your own lane, not focus too much on what other people are doing because I mean, the last thing I would want is to, I don't know, if I just listen to a bunch of really current, you know, bands or alternative artists or, you know, whatever, that would probably naturally sink in to what we're doing. And I just think that wouldn't make for an exciting subconscious, you know, influence. You know what I mean? So honestly, I just, or, I mean, or worst case scenario, I get annoyed by something. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Why would someone like this? And then it's like, you know, then it takes me out of my like creative Zen or whatever. So, I mean, if something's cool, I will hear it and I'll like it and I'll save it and stuff. But truthfully, I just don't pay that much attention to what's around us. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time for music. Cause I mean, like mm -hmm. for, for once, like in, since I've been alive, it's kind yeah. of cool to kind of find these sub genres, mm -hmm. and, you know, dig into like, you know, a new album where I yeah. feel like when I was growing up, it was, it was only cool to listen to top 40. Like you were kind of weird if you were on SoundCloud listening to bands on SoundCloud, right? And I, I do think it's wild. You were talking about, you're, you're calling out nameless bands earlier. I do want to say, doesn't it feel like there are bands who never had guitars in their music three years ago, all of a sudden just like adding guitars to kind of ride the wave. It feels like I that's happening. Mind it. I don't even mind it. I like how guitars sound. And yeah, love that. At the end of the day, if there's more good sounding shit, that's not hurting me. Everybody benefits. Yeah. Um, let's go back. You you mentioned uh Joel and Benji Madden. Yeah. And uh they were kind of uh mentors to you guys early on. You signed mm -hmm. their management company. Um, first of all, do you do you still keep in touch with them at all? Do you do you yeah, have any kind of contact? That's been our one constant. We've gone through a bunch of labels, but we've kept the same management. I talked to I talked to Ben. Oh, like you're still okay. Okay. Yeah. Because when you when you read articles about you guys, they act like it was like way in the past, and it's no longer. Uh, you know. Well, see, like in the beginning, that was like a talking point, and I think now, like you know, before anyone really knew anything about us, so like when we would talk to people, they're like, "Why should anyone care about this?" So like, oh, well, these guys signed. Oh, like, okay, yeah, it was like just a co-sign that you guys carried around yeah. with you. Yeah. What's your relationship like with your team and like your manager who you've had all these years? Are you the type of artist that like calls up at midnight, like I'm freaking out, the song's coming out. I'm going to have like a panic attack. Or are you just like, or does your manager have to check in on you and see if you're still alive? It's both. Okay. Now I, I, I give them less freak out calls now because they've kind of helped me They're They are so, so wise. Um, and, Anytime I can learn anything from them, it's such a good thing. I used to freak out way fucking more, like all the time. And now, now if some shit kind of hits the fan, I don't freak out. I don't yell at anybody. I don't do whatever, whatever. I'm not like yelling at a label or whatever. I just text, you know, 
three people from management or what something like, you know, people who can help. And I'm like, Hey, this is going on. This is not a good thing. Let's fix this quickly. All right. And it helps to have someone who's been there before. Yeah. Well, that's another thing because he's like, I know what a shitty manager is. And mm -hmm. I know, you know, there are certain things that we didn't like, or we didn't want to have to do or whatever. And it's just such a good thing for us because they would never put us in a weird position. You know what I mean? Because they've been there, they know what it's like. And they also are just so smart that they're able to navigate around all of this shit. And it's not like if we say no to a bunch of weird shit, it's not going to hurt us because they're like, you know, what you could do instead is go do this and this and this. And we're like, yeah, that's smart. <laughs> hmm. Let's talk about you're on uh, Fueled by Ramen. Yeah. First of all, I know you, you've kind of been affiliated in that general world for a while, but how did that whole thing come together? And what does it mean to be on that label for you? Well, we got the opportunity. They were like, hey, listen, do you want to switch over to Fueled by Ramen? And we're like, that could be cool. And then some people, like one of the heads and like, you know, a few other people flew from New York to LA. Uh, where, you know, we're working on the album to like hear stuff, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh shit, they're like, they're like trying to see what's up, played them stuff. And they're just like, oh my fucking God. They're like, would you want to be on Fueled by Ramen? And I'm like, maybe. And, uh, you know, I talked about it more with, you know, Benji and everybody. And it just seemed like such a good, such a good move. You know what I mean? Because they... 300 was a really interesting, it was a very interesting look and it was, and it was a good experience. You know what I mean? It was still like, like a level, the, the, things always leveled up. You know what I mean? There's never been like a, oh fuck, you know, when we've done a signing, like everything has been yeah good. Um, but, um, you know, I think that Fueled By just knows how to handle bands better than like anybody else, you know, because they've, they've handled some of the biggest bands in the alternative spaces campaigns for so long. They're like, like they're on top of their physical product. They know how to do this and this and this, like they, they just, they know the right steps where, um, and this isn't even shade. This is just like, um, I mean, it's just is what it is. Like 300 hadn't really signed bands and they're like, we want a band. I'm like, great. We're a band. And, um, so while there was a lot of good, obviously, you know, there's, there was like learning curves too, where they were like figuring, we were, we were both figuring things out mm -hmm. as we went, where Field By just knows what to do. And I think with the, like, another, you know, another cycle coming up pretty soon, I'd love to, or, you know, I wanted to have a team that I knew could do this in their sleep. Well, yeah. You guys are big. You're, you're a big album band. You guys have albums that are kind of like tent poles in your career. Mm -hmm. um, how, and, and we're living in a world where, you know, I know you started off water parks with a few EPs where you put out full length, but since then you've been putting out full lengths and they all have their own kind of feel to them. How important is it to you to release full length albums as opposed to just single after single after single kind of the way things happen nowadays? I think albums are extremely important for what we do. I think that you can put out singles and be fine, but it kind of just depends 
on what game you're playing. You know what I mean? If you're like, if you're strictly like, we're chasing radio, we're chasing radio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pull it up, buddy. Like put one out every, like every month or something. But I think for what we're doing and what I've always liked about, you know, other bands and stuff is I, I think that an album creates so much more or so much more of a world for people to, you know, be become obsessed with like you know i would become obsessed with like my kim when i was younger like you know i got like oh, yeah life on the murder scene and all this stuff and, and like so i'd i'd listen to the album and i was just like oh my god like the whole thing then i'd watch like the live thing and i would do you yeah. know it's like there's so much to just like like immerse yourself in it's a great example like the black parade is like its own piece yeah. of art like its yeah. own standalone piece of art totally. and i think that you know, I, I think that while some people who do the singles thing might have, you know, like bigger Spotify numbers or, you know, do whatever, I think that our albums are the reason that we have, like, such a big, strong core fan base, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I think that you know, people can be passive listeners. They can like stuff they hear on TikTok or on playlists or whatever. But I think the people at the shows are the ones that are there for the albums. Yeah. Tell us about your band members. Like, what are some quirky uh, secrets they can uh, say while they're not in the room about they're, them? They're they're downstairs. Um, Hi, guys. No, no, they're not in here. They're We're on a different floor. Um, they actually, they, they just got here. Um, so... Otto is definitely a murderer. Like, we're gonna, <laughs> you laugh. We're going to find out in like five years, six years. Ah, damn. And we're going to see it on Netflix. You're already, yeah, you're already setting up his true crime documentary. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be like, you know, America's quietest sweetheart. And it'll be like him, like, not well. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. So Otto. He uh one one note that every band that tours with us has, band or artist has, is they're like, you know, at the end they're like, oh, thank you so much for having us, or you know, it's been so good to whatever, whatever. They're like, yeah, well, I guess tell Otto I said bye. He's always fucking hiding. He does Otto. Otto is, <laughs> but then he's but then he's like, I feel like, I feel like, people that we tour with like might not like me. I'm like, come out of your bunk, dude. <laughs> Talk to somebody. <laughs> so maybe don't talk to him um Jeff's oh, um, a little sweet boy um he uh he just moved back to texas what else his middle name is donald donald um, donald um he uh he's the tallest member of water parks yeah so fuck do, you, him. do you guys try? Do you guys try to when you're on the road? Do you guys try to, to to spend time apart to get a break, or do you spend every waking moment together? Mm -hmm. Kind of both. I mean, like personal time is super super important. Like I, I definitely try and get my own time. I think Otto being a hermit gives him his own time. Um, and Jeff's always around. I think Jeff probably talks to people the most. I'm usually working on some shit and Otto's usually hiding. Uh. Uh, but I mean, there's always, there's always some points throughout the day that, you know, we're all hanging. Um, 
least they yeah it's it's a good thing i think that when you when you're touring together and everybody lives in this bucket you know we're all on a bus together and it's just it's the size of like your living room and kitchen for 12 people for like a month and a half it's so important to have that space you know like give yourself that time <clears throat> so you know if you like go see a movie or go like get a massage because you know you're sleeping in a fucking bus again um or you know go to like a coffee place or just walk around whatever i think getting that personal time is so important otherwise everyone's just gonna like peel each other's skin off that's 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 true before we let you go austin i want to talk a little bit about gear you know you talked about how good it feels to get a guitar in your hand demi is a guitarist and she and so let's yeah. go join my band yeah sure i'll audition yeah but she could totally she could totally open for you guys Demi Ramo. she's got a lean and mean trio bass guitar and drums let's go let's but, go um so, plug it so. so yeah and she gets yeah she she does she gets her own bears when i talk about what trying to talk oh. about her music it's just my name demi ramos okay 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 cool check it out check it out plug yeah plug. Yeah, and and oh, I want to congratulate Demi uh, just publicly here. Demi got playlisted on Spotify for the first time with her new single on the on the uh, new rock that playlist so on Spotify. Check it out, Demi Ramos. Congrats. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but so back. Let me let me wind it back. I didn't mean to embarrass Demi too yeah. much. Um, when it comes to gear, do you have a single guitar or one or two guitars you carry around or that you love that you've had for 10 years? Or are you kind of like whatever guitar someone puts in your hand kind of guy? I have one guitar that has like active, you know, that I've actively used since I've had it. And actually, yeah, it has been, I think like 14 years since wow. I've had it. I was going through a big red hot chili peppers thing when I was like, uh, when I was like 15. And, um, and so I got this, uh, this, this fender strat. It's like a, like an off white kind of cream color. And every single water parks demo ever has been done on it. Wow. Every one now, but I do want to shout out PRS because those were always my favorite because they were the prettiest. And I'm like super like bougie and vain about like how stuff looks, especially if it's for like performance. Paul Reed Smith guitars are so fucking good. Like I'm like my first guitar teacher had one, and I was obsessed with it because it had birds on the neck instead of uh, instead of dots. You know what I mean? And I was like, wow, I want one of those so bad, but they were always just like too expensive. But before, uh, I think it was like a year into us touring um they gave us an endorsement and we we're just like holy shit wow. so definitely got to shout them out because that was always my favorite i always wanted them and and now we're buddies but yeah mm -hmm. every demo has been done on my fender strat what would your guitar teachers say about how the the big things you're doing right now actually he does hit me up sometimes and what? Uh, shout him out yeah um and he's just like, it's so crazy. I saw you guys were doing, you know, whatever. He's like, that's so sick, man. Congrats. And like, he is like a kid now and stuff. It's wild. Like when, when we were doing lessons, 
I had like I was like 13, 14. I because I, I had him for like I think two years, and he has to have been like he like eighteen or nineteen. Wow! But he's like got a kid now and stuff. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a notch in his belt that he, you know one of his pupils is now a famous musician. So, oh Jimmy, let's go Jimmy. All right, Austin, we will let you go. Thank you so much for joining us on It's Real with Jordan and Demi. Good luck with all the touring, all the shows in Thank Europe you. and back here in America. Do you have, I know it's only been a, a few weeks since Funeral Grey's been out. Do you, can you tease another single coming out or what do you got coming yeah, next? I wanna, there's so much stuff and like, I don't even know what's exactly on the album. Like there are certain ones where I'm like, of course, but there are some that are just so dope and I don't know, I'm going to figure it out, but I got to look something soon. Yeah, we'll, 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 we look forward to it. Uh, so, if, hey, Am I going to see y'all at the shows? Do what? Am I going to see y'all at the shows? Yes. yes. I'm coming to New York. Okay, great. Perfect. Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. And we got to do, do something when you come through LA, we'll do something in person, like an in-person interview, yeah. in-person photos or something. Yeah, absolutely. Always better. I don't, my mic doesn't echo. Yeah. That's true. In person, you don't have you don't have those issues for sure. Yeah. All right, man. We'll let you go. Thank you so much, and good luck with everything. And we will talk to you later. Perfect. Thank y'all for having me. All right, no problem. Bye. Later. Later. Bye. All right. Shout out Jimmy. Shout out Jimmy, the guitar teacher. That was yeah. Austin Knight from Water Parks. New single "Funeral Gray" is out now, and they were they are going to be on tour throughout the summer on on uh, both across the pond and here in the US. That's the best part of our job, Jordan, I think is going to see these artists play and being like, yeah, we know your secret. Yeah, we, we, we've we talked to you on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Totally, totally. He's a psycho killer, that one. <laughs> All right, guys, as always, you can go to popdust.com for the latest in entertainment and music news and check out past episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever, wherever you get your podcasts as well as clips and full episodes. Watch us on video on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch or listen to us just on your streaming platforms. So until next week, I'll wait for the siren to pass. Until next, until next week, we'll see you later.